0: Welcome back. We are in our final show halfway through with lots more great highlights, fantastic guests for it. Now, when I was a reporter, I alienated many of the people I interviewed. Okay. And several of them attempted to assault me. Good. Right? Now, you may remember the Bob McCammon incident. Yeah, he's dead. He was the—what's that? He's dead. He died? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, he, <laughs> uh, when I was covering, it was actually what happened there was I was covering the Flyers, and uh, Al got me a quote from the GM of the Boston Bruins, who's a Harry, Harry Sinden. Harry he's alive. And then uh, I they, they read sometimes. the quote that Harry gave Al. Yeah. And then um, uh, Bob McCammon thought I had just tried to set him up, and he said, you're a bleep bleep. And then he picked up, he had um, donuts. He had eaten these little donuts. He had donut uh, sugar all over his mouth. And he began chasing me while wearing skates. Really? <laughs> I was not wearing skates, so I did have an advantage. Yeah, not, much. He, he, not much. Not much, I would he say. He still <laughs> appeared to be gaining ground <laughs> yes, on he did. me. did. Until Timmy Kerr grabbed him <laughs> and wow. held him back from attacking me. The only time <laughs> that it ever happened in radio involved my all-time favorite special teams guy, mm-hmm. Brian Mitchell. He had come here, Al. We welcomed him with open arms. Right. But then he didn't like some of the things I was saying, and he arrived at our studios at Fifth Street Mm -hmm. with a posse of ominous types. And he is on the line now. Brian Mitchell now is a big star at 106.7, the fan in D.C. Still my all-time favorite special teams guy, Brian Mitchell. Hi, B-Mitch.
4: What's up, man? How you doing?
0: Hi, B-Mitch. What was that about where you showed up with those guys that appeared to be wanting to rough
4: me up? uh we, we, we were just trying to put a little fear in your heart that's all it was, <laughs> it, it, was the, it was the McNabb stuff and then oh. some little clip you, you all ran and said i don't always bring my uh my a game or something like that i said that that was, all this that fun. was
0: dumb <laughs> b mitch you, the one thing i got from the day you got here you understood this part of it that's why you're so successful now in radio you know that part of
4: this is showbiz right yeah, yeah, and I mean, like I said, we we started off like that, but then we became friends, and it was nothing, uh, any hard feelings or anything. It was just, it was a little fun. I had uh, my friends Bubba and Jason; they were bouncers at the place I did the show at, and I said, "Hey, come, let's go to the, uh, Angelo's show in the morning and just uh, scare him a little bit."
0: Yeah, yeah. the truth <laughs> is, right? Can we acknowledge now? You didn't need those guys to kick my ass. You could have done just, it with it, one arm.
4: Show it was a show of it, you know these. Jason and and Bubba were at least 380 a piece. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that wouldn't have been pretty. Al. That wouldn't have been
0: pretty. Hey, B. Mitch, I'm I'm glad I'm talking to you today because one of the things that happened in the Super Bowl was a massive return by Tony. Yeah. And I, I can you help me to understand how that happened? What happened on that play?
4: I think the coverage team overplayed everything. He started off to the left, and then uh, when he broke right, everybody was already on the other side of the hash mark. All his guys had to do was shield him. You know, he has enough speed to uh, make a big play. And I think that's what coaches say about staying in your lane. They did not stay in their lane right there. And when he came back the other side, it was over for him. All right. Can I blame the coach for that, B-Mitch? You can blame the players for the overzealousness in that game. You know, I think what happens is you get into a Super Bowl and you want to make a play. And they're looking at a situation where we can go make – I can go stop the guy and they have a long field. Our defense probably can hinder them a lot. But – Nobody made the play. Everybody thought they were going to make it, and they all got out of their lanes and left a big old lane open on the right side, and he went up the sideline. Almost got the end zone, but he did. And I just think ultimately special teams is that thing about when, you, whenever you make that one little mistake and you leave a lane wide open, it can hurt you.
0: I, this what, what we're hearing here, this is interesting. It's like the hero syndrome. You're in the biggest game. The world is mm-hmm. watching. I want to be the hero. Brian, did, did you see that on defense too? Because the defense couldn't stop a damn thing in the second half.
4: I don't know exactly what happened to him right there because nobody got – I kept – my whole thought was that the Eagles would win the game because their defense, I felt, would give them the edge. They couldn't get to Patrick Mahomes. And when they, they got uh, into the backfield, he was able to run up a little of the field on them, even with a hurt ankle. So I don't know what happened or did they change up some things, but they could not get pressure on the quarterback at all.
0: All right. You're down in D.C. Um, obviously, we still have something down there that very much interests us, and that is Carson Wentz. Is he done there? What's going to happen to Wentz uh with the Commanders, B. Mitch? As soon as they can
4: release him, he's gone. Yeah, wow. he's out. <laughs> yeah. He's out. Uh, like you know, they've already stated that uh, they're going to go with with uh, Sam Howell next year, uh, this week, this year. He's going to be the starting quarterback. You're not going to pay Carson 27 million dollars to do what? I mean, what we saw last year, he's not worth two million dollars.
0: That Sox. All right. So, but, but what <laughs> happens to Wentz? Does anybody else give him a shot here, B. Mitch?
4: Uh, I think he. I don't think he's gonna be a starter anymore. I think he's gonna be running that, uh, you know, that backup role. And then again, you don't know if he's gonna be that type of guy. You know, his personality is a little quirky and weird to me. So I don't know how he fits into a locker room. Uh, I watch how the players reacted when he was starting around him, and it, it's nothing cool. It's nothing cool. So you watch how they reacted with Heineke and also Howell, who two guys who also aren't. I mean, Howell hadn't had a chance yet. Heineke has shown as he's average. But those players react a totally positive way to them, but not to win. So it's something up with his uh, attitude That's or up. mindset that those guys are.
0: That's what we saw here, too, Brian. Hey, B, uh, uh, give me, uh, is sports talk as aggressive in D.C. as we are here?
4: Well, it, it's aggressive coming from my show. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, because I hold a lot of my skills up there from you all. and uh, you know, But, you know, I, I was born that way, raised that way. My dad believes in I always believe in telling people the truth about something. You know, they get pissed if they want. but They're going to respect you in the long run. And I think a lot of people there, you know, even I saw Andy, I gave you a sitting off. People may not like what you say, but they respect the fact that you said it and you weren't running from it. The problem with a lot of media types is that they say things, but they never, ever are public about anything. They always try to slip it in on you. But if you say stuff and they know you said it and you own it, what the hell can they be? They can't be mad about it. They better respect you for, because of that.
0: Brian, if you took 1% of what you do in radio from us, you know how much I loved you as a player. That's a tremendous mm-hmm. honor. We are honored that you would have listened and maybe taken 1% of it out to your show. I love that, Brian. I,
4: look, I, like, I got to Philly, and everybody talked about how how Philly is. I said, you know what? They just hold you accountable. You know, they're honest. They're truthful. And also passionate and understand the game. So a lot of people here just, oh, I just love anybody in the Burgundy & Co. Love them when they suck. I think that's stupid to me. You know, if, you, if you're if you doing your job and you're going out there and, and giving a lot of effort, we're going to respect that, and I think the fans are going to respect that too. But if you show up with all this hype and you don't live up to it anywhere close, you should, you should hear about it. And yeah. I believe that, so that's why I do it here. And, uh, you know, Ron Rivera's probably pissed at me right now, but who cares?
0: See, that's a badge of honor, <laughs> B-Mitch. B-Mitch, oh, yeah. you're still my all-time favorite special teams guy. I wish you were here as the special teams coach. You
4: would straighten these boys out. Oh, I wouldn't take anything. for Look, my thing is, anybody that steps in there, they need to hear it the right way. People are pissed at Eric B. Because they say he holds players accountable. What else do you want a coach to do? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: Brian Mitchell, thank you so much for checking in with us today.
4: Take care of yourself and have great
0: success, brother. Tremendous man, Brian Mitchell. Love that guy. Joe's up next. Hi, Joe.
5: Good morning, Ange.
0: How are you feeling today, Joe?
5: You know, being a Philly fan, a Philly sports fan, I'm past it. I'm past it. You know, I could have been like the people who were trying to sell Tom Brady's sand off the beach. I could have cornered the market in Super Bowl Philly uh, pole grease, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, thinking back to listening to you and Brookie from my gym office, you know, I could say I'm probably one of your uh, loyal, longest loyal uh, callers as well. Uh, I remember going to a, a Wing Bowl qualifier uh, with my son, who was a baby, and Bill Burke comes up and just palms me in one hand. You know, yeah, let me hold this boy here. Uh, my daughter would listen to you in her high chair, and she would hear what you would, would come over, and she'd be saying, that's Angelo in the morning, guys. And even with my fiancé, hearing Tony Bruno talking about taking his pancakes and swabbing the deck to pick up the last drop of syrup off his plate. (laughs) And he goes, goes, I thought this was a sports talk radio station. And I go,
0: yeah, they they
5: cover sports at times, too.
0: Yeah, Joe, that was the formula. Thank you so much for being a part of it. The formula that we learned from my boss, Tom Bigby, many years ago, it wasn't just sports. You had to incorporate your own life into it. You had to do stuff that people would want to talk about, right, now, That's the way we did it.
6: Um. Well, let's not give him too much credit. He he just wanted to talk about one thing always, and that's it.
0: Well, I understand that. <laughs> wow, I was, I I mentioned her in my speech. I should take that out then.
6: I mean, you yeah, know, he did some good things. He did. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> Glad you got here. Uh, a couple other things here. I just want to. Um, there's a, a couple of things you need to hear here. Yep. I was suspended from w- WIP. No. When? One time. Uh, when was this? Uh, when the link first opened. So that had to be, what, 20 years ago? Pretty yeah, close? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened was this. A guy attempted on the first, it was a preseason game. He attempted to bring a hoagie into the game. <laughs> and, and they stopped him and said, the new policy now at the link is you cannot bring a hoagie in. Gotta
7: buy their food.
0: Or you gotta buy their food. And then I went nuts. And I went crazy about the security of the stuff. And I, uh, I, I used a couple of uh, uh, what you call uh, metaphors that were not acceptable. Yeah. All right. But here's the bottom line on it. Hmm. What a phony Joe Banner was. Oh. All right. Joe Banner. All Joe Banner did in the years he was a president of the team is alienate everyone else in the city, including the other teams. That is why when they did the outdoor hockey game, they did it in the Citizens' Big Park. <laughs> Because nobody could deal with that pompous (laughs) jerk. How dare you allow fans to bring hoagies in that they made themselves, they brought it, it became a big thing. used to be a big thing, yeah. And then Banner went out to counter it by explaining why endanger fans the way we wanted to by bringing hoagies to the gang. Now I want to know who's going to be here if, God forbid, there's an incident in the building and we ignore
5: the advice of all these security experts so somebody can bring a hoagie in the building. How ridiculous is it to
0: even suggest we should do that? What? He said that you could use a hoagie as a weapon. Yep. Beat to <laughs> death with salami. <laughs>
7: that guy what a has jerk never been any because yeah. you look around you see the Flyers right. walking in on Super Bowl day <laughs> yep. every single one of them wearing an Eagles jersey right the Phillies putting up you know go go uh, birds yep. I mean it, the Sixers he just it was all about him
0: what a jerk Joe I hope you listen today. One last time, screw you! Did he send Uh a a welcome message? Uh, Shockingly, I didn't. And the other one, and we didn't get one from Jeff Lurie, the owner. He has never loved us. That's fine. I understand it. He did, but when we first started, I am now going to play for you. (laughs) The last time he appeared on the show, it was around 30 years ago. Okay. Even though we have been the flagship station the whole time. He has distanced himself from this show. Fine, I'm not a prominent. I'm not trying to win or you over anyway. We were at Suburban Station. He had just started, and they would do it a campaign. I, it might have been a, the Eagles' flight for leukemia back then. It was an early thing, and we would do it a radio thought. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the only appearance Jeff Lurie ever made on the wip morning show
5: absolutely i am a, a football fan to begin with and uh wip probably has more football fans than anybody in uh probably in the united states so they're my compatriots you know i enjoy sitting in a bar talking about trade talking about uh football of any type all four sports actually and uh you guys are uh you know really a part of that
0: that was uh, that did not last long <laughs> at all. Uh, He's
7: been a good owner, though. He's been a fine yeah, owner. Yeah, I yeah. No problem with that. Yeah, and especially he when he got rid of Banner.
0: After the early years, when he did try to get me in trouble with the league, and he sent a letter was, to our president. Wasn't that Banner? Cecil Law Foster Jr. Well, was he? And he was. His name was on the yeah, sheet. Banner wrote and that. And they they said <laughs> that they they wanted to put the pressure on us to remain the flagship. And to the credit of Cecil Forster, our president then, and Tom Bigby, mm-hmm. they said, go pound Sam.
6: Was the letter saying you were too critical of the team? But they or... would
0: say that I was out of control and that you needed to rein me in or, yeah. y- or, or preferably, fire preferably in. get rid oh, of wave me. wave the pom-poms. Right, but they didn't do it. No. And, and to their credit. And I'll tell you who else was behind that. Who's that? You know who owned the team then? Uh, no. Ed Snyder. Ed. yeah. Well, Ed was great. Ed Snyder hated this station with a passion and defended us to the death. It was awful. He... He's, and it hurt him greatly that he had to fight people for a station he hated. He yeah. despised. Just so yeah. you know, ultimately, Ed Snyder traded WIP in the Eric Lindros deal. For Eric. Yeah. It was for you Eric. Use the cash to get they Eric. They kicked in $15 million, yeah. which they got to sell the station into the Lindros deal. No way. That's oh, yeah. a true story. Yeah. Two one (laughs) five, and you know what, Al? I'm I'm proud that we got traded for Lindros. (laughs) Two one five. Thought I was included. I was learning my French. Yeah. Al Al thought he was on the team at that point. (laughs) Kate
8: Kistataf was dropping off us off from the Flyers. Yeah. Two one
0: five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We still got time. Jump in. WIP Sports Time eight seventeen. Any dog person knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your
8: pet. The Farmer's Dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. Dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones. That's two and a half years. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. They send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog, based on the unique nutritional needs. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy and happy years together. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash healthieryears23.
7: Brought to you by Window Nation. Listen,
1: there's going to be things like you can't stop every play every time. You just can't. And but you guys got beat on it early in the year. Yeah, we've gotten beat on a lot of different things right throughout throughout the year. Like you give a little, you get a little. Right? There's you're not going to be able to stop every every single thing.
7: That is Nick Siriani on Thursday, according to Mike Lombardi earlier on the WIP Morning Show. The Eagles defended one pass play in the Super Bowl. One. Architect of the Eagles defense in that Super Bowl loss, Jonathan Gannon, introduced as the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Gannon, who famously said when he arrived in Philadelphia he had no scheme, says his defense in Arizona will be adaptable to any new offense trends and looks. Gannon adding, it will not be the same from week to week. Take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts. Get two free windows with every two you buy and pay nothing for two full years. 866 90 Nation or Windownation.com. NBC 10 First Alert forecast brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Cloudy rain ending this afternoon. Temps dropping through the day to 45. It is currently 56. Looking to get engaged? Visit the home team with the best selection, Mark's Jewelers. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.
0: Welcome to 822. Quick story with Sielski. Yes, I helped get him into Columbia Journalism School. uh, And they didn't take my call for a week because I had never given a dime to them after I left. Oh. Ow. And then I still didn't give a dime to them. Well, they got enough money. You know how they got him in? Because he was brilliant. You see his work. Now he's brilliant. Mike's a great writer. Tremendous writer. They never regret it. What a tremendous man that is. He is one of our great success stories. Ava Graham, question of the day.
8: Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArminChevrolet.com to see Armin's quality certified one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. Are you satisfied with the way the Eagles handled the Jonathan Gannon criticism? 56% say no.
0: All right, the 44% that did it, I'm giving you an assignment. Listen to the Mike Lombardi hit on our show this morning. Mike Lombardi, far more effectively than we have, Johnson. Yeah, took down Gannon and what he did, and far more it credibility. Was brilliant.
8: Now, new question.
0: New question.
8: What will you miss most about the WIP morning show? Hosts, guests, callers, comedy bits.
6: Al. Um. Well, I'm in here. How am
0: I gonna? I, how would I miss? Yeah. It? Maybe you're gonna I, miss yourself. Uh,
6: that's Comedy Conklin. Comedy yes. is Conklin. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, I'm I'm going to go. Uh, um, the callers. I love these people. What do you got, Abe? Host. Johnson. Yeah, it's the host. Not the host. Of course it is. Reuse.
7: Was there a chance for none of the above?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken that. You could
7: write
6: it. In. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> uh, that is great. Uh, I could believe you asked On the line with this right now, <laughs> you want to hear somebody who graduated from WIP. We had nothing to do with this, mm-hmm. but became a superstar yeah. mm-hmm. at NFL Network. No, not Colleen Wolf. She, no. We did have a little to do with her. Yeah, yeah,
6: she's so this good. This
0: guy was the midday producer yeah. who went to the top. Yep. Mike Garofalo's out of line. Hi, Mike. No, no, no way that that is true. That you had nothing to do with it, Angelo. There's
2: just no way. And uh, I'm I'm gonna get a little wistful here this morning. But we, if you'd rather rip uh, NFL coaches first, we can do that first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah let's start the, with that, yeah.
0: Mike. I'm getting narrative from a lot of people that I should not be blaming the defensive coordinator when in the second half the Chiefs touchdown, 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 and yeah. then it would have been a fourth one, but they slid down at the one. How do you not blame the coordinator? Uh, well, I mean, listen. I know I didn't know if
2: you were going to go body of work or second half. I mean, you go second half, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Hit. And Jonathan Gannon would tell you they did not play well in the second half. They didn't coach well enough the second half, and they didn't make the, the proper adjustments. Now you heard Nick Siriani yesterday talk about that first touchdown where they ran the uh, corn dog. Right. Uh, we didn't execute it well, which he then turned back to the coaches and said, "Well, we've got to do a better job teaching them so they execute it better." And then he said, the second one, they got us, right? Yeah. They got us. Like, so it was, it was not the right call. So there was a little mixture of both. And, you know, I've, tr- I've traded some text with Gannon the last couple of days as he's taken the Arizona job. And uh, he's expressed uh, disappointment in, in how everybody did in the second half, didn't get enough stops.
0: So, yeah. All right, wait a minute. He also said that he's having fun now. He's having fun. Now, the past 48 Mike, Mike hours. you know this city. <laughs> Is this something you should be saying after, after you ruined our season? Listen.
6: It was a fun 48 hours. I'll say that because uh, I enjoyed myself. Come on, Mike. You can't
2: say that. <laughs> I don't think he meant it as if he wasn't having fun previously. He was having fun as a defensive coordinator of the U. I, I just – I know what you're saying. He should be in mourning. He should be wearing uh, all yeah. black uh, for an entire week. Uh, but it, it's it's a weird deal with these guys sometimes where they have to make that quick transition uh, into their next job. And, and listen, when you lose, it's a quicker transition. Eric Bieniemy, he got the chance to go through the whole celebration parade thing and then shift towards – being the offensive coordinator of the uh, commanders or at least interviewing for that job. So uh, with with the guys that lose, there's no there's no celebration. There's no parade. They go right into it. Uh, so it is a bit of a weird transition. I'm, I'm sure it was a good distraction for him. I mean, you heard Mike. him say he was breaking down the film Sunday night of the game. So
0: I, I know he was wallowing in the misery a little bit, if that makes you feel any better. Mike, how, in what world, does yeah. uh, does Eric Biennemi not get a, a coaching job and Jonathan Gannon does. In what world is that? Well, in the real world, unfortunately, for, for Biennium's sake. Listen, I
2: think I think that, that Jonathan is going to be a really good head coach because uh, a lot of the things that, that are his strengths are what you need to be a good head coach. And I give, the, I give the Cardinals and any team that hires a defensive coach credit because a lot of teams think you have to hire an offensive coach. I know that's Jeffrey Lurie's philosophy, but it's not just, hey, we, we had to hire the offensive guy and – and X is an O standpoint. He hired a good leader. Uh, so I understand that, that uh, his philosophy is what it is. But still, you've got to find the best head coach for the job. Uh, but but that, all that said, back to the enemy, um, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't understand how he doesn't have a part of this and him interviewing in Washington is, look, everybody still thinks it's Andy and not me. Well, let me go to Washington where I'm definitely not going to have the same caliber of talent, certainly at the quarterback position. And now all of a sudden if he does well as offensive coordinator, there's no question how good of a coach he is. And, and then he's uh,
0: got a great statement to be a coach. a question now because Doug had that same job with Andy, and look how he did. Doug's a great coach. I, my, well,
2: and, but, that's yep. why, but that's why people turn it back towards, yep. you know, is, is it about more than just what a guy's doing as, as a coach and, and some other biases, whether conscious or unconscious.
0: I'm with you, Mike. What exactly did you learn at WIP that made you such a great network guy? Here's what
2: I learned, Angelo. Um, and, and you said, yeah, midday producer. But I, I did, I did every shift. I was doing midday. I was doing afternoon drive. Um, I did some late nights with Steve Fredericks, God rest his soul. And wow. uh, some overnights as well. And then every now and then you'd get the um, the, the note, the the weekly schedule, and uh, I'd see, well, vector's out. But Angelo's not, and the entire team is in there, and um, it was it was uh, exciting uh, and a little nerve-wracking at the same time because I knew I was going to work my ass off for that entire week. And uh, the next show that you mail in, Ange, will be the first. Um, and there are some lean times in the sports calendar where you can just get through the the the, the four hours and, and and just go home and. You never did that, Ange. and and uh, I I appreciated that, and uh, I was happy to I was happy to witness it. Really, and to be a part of it, I'm not gonna say be a part of it. I'm Happy to witness it, and uh, God, I love all you guys, and I appreciate everything you've ever done.
0: Mike, you are one of the great success stories for WIP, and we are so proud of what you've done since you left, really, And apparently, we didn't hurt your prospects enough. You learned. <laughs> you must have forgotten everything we taught you, Mike. You've done great, and thank you for being a part of it today.
2: I wish you all the best, and uh, I can't wait to see you all soon. It's been, it's been too long. And, uh, Ange, congratulations on a fantastic career.
0: Mike Garofalo, ladies and gentlemen. On the live with us is Kenny from the Dirty Thirty. Hi, Kenny. Kenny. Um, I'm here. Yep. One, one thing I've learned in life is
9: relationships. Um, I have made friends with most of your regular callers. I have their phone number. We talked at a long talk with Arsena Arnie yesterday. Um, and, and, and I made friends with you guys. Um, I've done engineering work at all of the properties. Um, you, even you, even Al's, even though he doesn't want. Yeah,
6: roof that. leaks. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's
9: not a but, good day for it, though. <laughs> you know, it's it was an honor when I first started listening to this show, when I moved back to Philadelphia in 1996 and started listening to the show, it's an honor to fact that I got to know all of you to the point where, um, I could see Reed at tailgate and I know I'm going to get a hug. I can <laughs> see Al in the concourse at the uh, flyers games. And I know I'll get a somewhat head nod. Um, <laughs>
6: you know, I, and I were you're the heavyset to- guy, right? <laughs> <Al>. Yeah.
9: Yeah. <laughs> Come
10: on, Al. <laughs> what are
9: you doing? Um, You know, uh, it's just – this is goodbye today, but it's not goodbye forever. And, Angela, you know, everybody has expressed so much uh, what you've meant to them over the years. Um, Waking up with you – I mean, it's been half of my life that I've listened to to you. And, um, you know, I I know you won't comprehend this now, but I know one day, Angela, you'll not be sitting at lunch, and we'll just be talking about whatever, and you're just going to suddenly remember that you – People that you let on the air meant as much to you as you meant to us. And and, and that that, my friend, is the legacy that you'll carry on. the, the way you affected people's lives. Um I never plan what I'm gonna say when I call up because every time I did, you would ask me a question and throw me off and then I <laughs> forgot what it was all about. <laughs> and I didn't do this here. The only thing I planned was the last thing I want to say forever on the Angelo show, and it's this little poem I wrote. Okay. Roses are red, violets are blue. You're leaving us forever. Bleep you.
0: There you go. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, right, one last thing, though, Kenny. This lunch you, uh, you were talking about, you're paying, right? Of course I am. Because uh, you know, uh, I'm th- on a th- fixed income now. I'm looking for freebies.
9: Well, oh, you know, you have your Friendage album wrote that uh,
0: book, uh, yep.
9: Tuesdays with Maury. I'm going to write a book, Wednesdays with Angelo.
0: That's good. I have Wednesdays open right now, Kenny. Mm-hmm. I Wide open.
9: I think- your wife, like all right, i told her I'd get you out of the house now and then. So, take, Kenny,
0: you thank you for all the great contributions. You're obviously one of our favorites, and thank you for being a part of this all these years. Thanks. Thanks, me too. See you guys. Kenny from the thirty thirty Dave the Say What guy's up. Hi, Dave. Yeah, say what?
10: What do hey, you listen, got for me, David? Hey, listen, you gave me a lot of – listen, I'm getting ready to make some uh, a bunch of more shirts. First one is um, Gannon defended one pass in the Super Bowl. Say
0: what? That's a good Isn't shirt. That's a good shirt. You do shirts, right, Dave? Dave does shirts out. Yes. T-shirt. So, so,
10: no no holy weapons allowed. Say what? <laughs> and then the uh, last one you just said, I'm on a fixed income.
0: Say yeah. what? That's a good one. You're right, Dave. I've already said to my wife, it's time to tighten some belts. Yeah. got to tighten I the listen, belts now.
10: Hey, I, I listen, i got to make two announcements. All one, right. One for you and, and yep. one for me. Well, first of all. You won't have Al man to holler at the war
6: whether he agree or disagree with Um uh, basically I'm like a deaf dog. You can no, yell but all here's you the want, thing. Right?
0: I, I will uh, my wife has the same attitude. She doesn't care either.
10: <laughs> you won't have Rhea and Ava uh to get on their nerves, so yep. you won't have them. say what uh, <laughs> You you won't have Keith Jones. Uh, uh, you won't have to smell him no more. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a positive, Dave. Yep. That's good. Hey, hey, you won't have Joe to do your 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 replays or your uh, 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 run by whatever. Damn, what? I you get won't you, have, Dave. You, you will have Joe, and uh, I, I tell you, man. And then let me see Did I miss anybody. No, I think you got us all, Dave. Listen, I got. I, I just want to. Uh, Thank all you guys, Angelo, you, uh, Rhea, Al, Jonesy, Joe, Ava, uh, all the ones that work with you to help you in the show, man. The show will never be the same. Oh, that's another shirt. Show will never be the same without. Hey, all
0: right, Dave, I'm right up against it. Here. Could you end the way this, with your signature phrase? One, one more, one more for you.
10: To say what, guy? Is retiring too because oh. you're the one that brought that to the station, and I will no longer be calling in the oh. Say
0: What guy. Well, give us hey, one doing? last one, Dave. Hey, I love all you guys. Say What? The mm. Say What guy, Al, has retired.
6: This is like that Three Stooges thing. You can't fire me, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> what's going
0: on? Two, 215. <laughs> Al, I'm trying to plan the rest of the show. When are you going to be speaking?
6: Whatever, just say, I'll go. I How know.
0: much time should I allot? What do you want? No, no, I need you to, uh, I want to make sure you have full time to express your final thoughts. Well,
6: when I run out of things to say, I'll stop.
0: But I have to, I have to, scre- uh, you
6: can figure, I don't have any, I'm whatever. He has Put no i hand pen up and I'll
0: no pen. i don't. You have, uh, I, you have no notes. No. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe the last show you'd have a note.
6: No. Two, one, five. I don't five. even know. I wouldn't, uh, I need right. a. Yeah, whenever.
0: Well, don't worry do about it, because when we come back, Al, we have waited long enough. For We will do a dive into the greatest promotion in radio history. Okay. The creation of Al Borganti. Uh, uh, Wing Ball. Uh, That's next. WIP Sports Time 836.
7: Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill this year. The L-certified winter collection sales event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. New year, new ride. Receives special finance rates on L-certified Lexus models now through February 28th. They have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated. On top of all that, they are veteran-owned. And my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are a five-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipient, for the customer sales experience. So stop in, see Tony Labello and his team. You will see where they continue to win this prestigious honor. Visit lexusofcherryhill.com, lexus of Cherry Hill, where the finest automobiles reside.
0: Wow, eight forty two. Al that could not have been timed any No. Because he was the ultimate hero of Wig Bowl uh, Wigador, Bill Simmons, Al. Mm-hmm. Ran into with some problems afterwards, but we're not talking about that. We're focusing on the No, let the other event. guys talk about that. And also an absolutely perfect timing, all the way from New York mm-hmm. is the I hope that's the term they use up there, program director. Is that your name, Mike Eskin? Sure, yes. Because I said that yesterday they said brand no brand manager. manager. I don't you know, whatever it is, you ran the programming of WIP for a long time. And, uh, uh, Spike, thank you so much for coming down. It's very nice to you you. Uh, uh, w- this is the part where we were going to kind of re-experience Wing Bowl a little mm, bit. Yeah. Is yeah. it safe to say that more than any other individual, you were most responsible to eliminate Wing Bowl after 26 years? If there was one
1: person who that maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. It was probably me.
0: Thank right. you. Yeah. Well, let's go back to our creator here, Al Morgan. So, Al, Yeah. all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. We used to do Friday shows at the Wyndham Franklin Plaza. Yeah. And the sure. Eagles kept not making the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Buffalo Bills kept...
6: No, I used to be in Buffalo all the time. for. It so, Super Bowl. what did you come up with? Let's have a party like they're having in Buffalo. Even if they lose, they're having a party. Right. And I used to eat the I still eat the wings in Buffalo. They have good so wings. I said, let's have a, a bit of a party,
0: even if they're not in the Super Bowl. That way, it'll be fun for us like so, everybody else. So we gathered a few fat boys together. Yeah. And we set up a table, and we offered a hibachi. Yeah, we got it the in the prey. closet.
6: We had to go right? through the closet, and that's the most and expensive thing we had.
0: Al, if I'm remembering correctly, yep. the wings were provided by your next-door neighbor.
6: Yep, Jim Melfi uh, brought the wings in, cooked them at home, brought them in, and he's working at a supermarket now. And, and like uh, he was, he's a meat cutter, and he came in and he, he made, they were great wings, too. They were good wings. Were, Jim Melfi but, was the first guy.
0: Yep. But we didn't think anything of it. It was just going to happen, and, yeah. and it was very successful. The next yeah, year, we went to Mike Schmidt's bar, and yeah, then we yeah. ne- went there the next year in an ice storm. That's right. Then we ended up going to Club Egypt.
6: That's where they threw the food at us because that wasn't yes. Jim, and they weren't done. Oh. Right
0: <laughs> at that point, that's right. <laughs> Mike Missinelli <laughs> had recruited a, a renegade eater <laughs> and they were not fully cooked, which by the way is unhealthy. <laughs> oh, and he we ended that food. wing ball under the table. Oh, no, we're throwing food under, at us. Under the table. It was so good. I it could I mean <laughs> talk about bad. Oh. But there were two things about it. I'm gonna start with uh, one of the coups. Yo. Al toward the end, I'd say eight or nine years ago. We were able to get a guy who became a god in this town. This is before he was. Okay. We got Jason Kelsey to be a contestant in Wing Bowl. Listen, we went, wow, maybe we should try to get Kelsey involved. Would you be interested in being a part of our Wing Bowl this year?
10: Oh, absolutely. No question.
0: Are you interested in eating in the event, or would you like to be there on stage helping us out? I would love to eat in the event,
4: no doubt. (laughs) Are you serious? I didn't think that that was an option.
0: And he was allowed in. Yeah. now. He did not make it past the first <laughs> round, <laughs> but he he was a major attraction. Yes. That was when Wing Bowl was not quite as tacky as it became. <laughs> it got. Ta- huh. Would you agree with that, Spike? It got tackier. Yeah, but it was part of the allure. I it thought. was part of the allure. And then I, this was to me the greatest finish we ever had. I think it was 19. All right. It was Jonathan Squibb. Al, it's a local guy, and Al Wingador. And Al Wingador desperately wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And they went into overtime. Huh? And they were setting records no one had ever heard of. They were over 200 wings, mm-hmm. all right? And um, they were both standing there. And I was waiting to get the word. And I think, Spike, you were involved in that, too. You were counting 19. You would have probably been here. And, and they hand me the thing. And I looked down. And the finish was one wing. In overtime. And I looked down, and Bill Simmons looked at me to try to read my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think he did. Here's the announcement. The Wing Bowl 19 champion, by a total of one wing, with a record 255 chicken wings. Jonathan Squibb! Squibb wins 255 to 254! Of all the wing balls, I think that was the best my voice was by the end. Yeah. I did a lot of screaming. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you, in the end, felt it had outlived this time. Is that right, Spike? Well, we won the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. And
1: remember, the whole idea was we did this because we didn't have the Super Bowl to talk about. So it felt like between that and the fact that every year I was
0: scared somebody
1: was going to die and we were all going to lose our jobs. Felt like a good time.
0: We thought that they would. Yeah, I mean... We did. Somebody almost died during an eating stunt because they wanted to eat two gallons of ice cream. Oh,
7: my God, hypothermia. And this
0: is before lawyers were highly involved. Right. He ate the first one, and then about a third of the way through the second one, his lips began to turn blue. It was not good. And then he was shivering, and then we stopped him because we were afraid that we would get fired.
6: Yeah, I got a blanket. He tried ended to warm up in him. the hospital, I yeah. think,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. I think they took him to the hospital. We didn't have a microwave. And then after that, lawyers got
1: far more involved. Now, you know what's funny? Even after lawyers got involved, do you remember when we had the guy in the middle of the arena eating a cactus with Oh, yeah. With, oh, yeah. With oh, oh nails yeah. And the it? guy hitting his head with the we beer had, cans? Yeah. Yeah. His name was May. Mize. Mize. And
0: funny. Mize would get a six-pack <laughs> yeah. and smash, smash his the head. can. Yeah. This again, out would not be allowed in the current uh, uh, atmosphere oh, with lawyers.
6: We had our girls sing the national anthem on a trampoline. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in
0: retrospect, that's poor taste. Oh, you <laughs> We think? understand.
6: We,
5: back
0: then, we uh, didn't know. But well, you know what, Spike? Spike, it was fun working with you because you really, you know what it is? You understood this because you grew up with the pioneer of sports talk, your controversial dad, Howard. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and thank you for
1: being a part of all that we did. It was uh, my honor, honestly, the uh, to be part of this. For I never expected this. When I started my career, I expected I'd work in music and music radio my whole career. And getting, getting to be involved in this wing bowl, I guess, is part of that as well. But getting, <laughs> getting, getting, in, getting the opportunity to work with you uh, and and be able to take away things that you did and be able to. Take some of those lessons and give to other people. It was an honor. It was awesome. It was a, a really great part of my career. So and you like you. it? You like it
0: up in New York? You enjoying I, it? I do. It's different.
1: It's more different than I thought it would be. But yeah.
0: it is, uh, I am enjoying it. Well, sure. Spike, thank you for your great contribution. Yeah, do you
6: feel you bad now about Julio that he's dead that you cut his mic? Wait, What? <laughs> Coolio. Moving. Oh, cool. oh Coolio. Yeah. Coolio.
0: Oh, that's right. Hold oh, on. That that hold bad. on. That's
1: a great moment. Because <laughs> yeah. one
0: of the things that you did, Spike, yeah. you brought some A-list talent Rick to the Flair,
1: event. Mick Foley.
0: Yep. He got those guys. <laughs> yes. Those guys, he thought, let's bring in some big names, uh, too. Yeah. But the Coolio thing. You did not like what he was doing, because he he violated what your instructions were, right? Yes. Yeah, so I
1: I instructed Coolio's manager that we only right. had two rules for him: right, no cursing, right, and no new music. Okay. Just play the hits. And they said, fine, no problem. And Coolio's there on stage, and you introduce him, and he goes, you go, ladies and gentlemen, Coolio. And the first words out of his mouth were, "Here's some new
0: s." <laughs> New S, the S word. And I ran and I, yeah. the, the arena. It was All too right. late. But <laughs> now that he has passed on, any regrets? No. Okay. <laughs> he did exactly what I asked him not to do. Uh, at least we retained our license, Al. Yeah. That's good news. Good time, on that. Yeah. Spike, it was fun, man. It was fun. It was a good time. Butch from Manioc, <laughs> check it in. Hi, Butch a. Hey,
11: Angelo. How you feeling, Butch? you good, Angel. but I had to call you on my last day and thank you for all the entertainment you provided over the years and all the good times you and the WIP have provided me. My greatest probably being you get me in that wing ball and you didn't really make me do something crazy, some crazy eating stunt that maybe
0: would have been bad for my health. No, but Butch, I think it's important that you mention that you have a certain designation in wing ball too because you were in the last one and what did you do in it? I basically, like Joe DiMaggio, my
11: record never be broken as the last one. I was the last guy to puke in the wing oh, bowl after 46 That's that to
0: make your entire family incredibly proud.
11: <laughs> hey, Angelo, I had my family down there down that wing bowl. I had some of them in the entourage and the rest oh. of them in the seats. And, wow, it was one of the greatest days of my life. And if you remember, you getting me in there, you kind of, like, really hooked me up because uh, I was supposed to come down there with this uh, Polish whatsoever guy and have a bean-eating contest, and yeah. he never showed up and you kind of made me eat uh,
0: 249 beans one at a time. That's right, 239, because one more, Al, would be... Too farty. Too Too farty. Too farty. Butch, we loved it. Will you still be a regular presence on WIP?
11: No, I think I'm going out with you. I'll always be a listener, and I respect all the other hosts, but, man, I'm going out with the the king of radio, Ange, and I'm even going out with a poem I got for you here. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Goodbye, Angelo by See Right Through It. You've been on the radio for 33 years and are well-respected among your peers. You get up early every day and prepare your show before you put your callers into play. You tell it like it is because you're also a fan, but now you're embracing your retirement plan. You were the greatest sports radio host, and Philadelphia listeners knew it. Even the callers can... See right through it!
0: Bingo! Love you, Butch. Love, love you, you, love too, you. Brother. You're the best, man. Butch from Manioc, people. Let me get up, CJ. Hi, Siege. Hey, Andrew. How you doing today? If we can't keep our calls as as tight as we can, so I get as many people in. Siege, what did you want to say? Well, I'll keep it. Cl- I'll keep it yep. short. Then I'll just. I won't even worry about the Eagles. I, I just want to say. No, no, rip. I- Were you going to rip Jonathan Gannon? Uh not really. I'm glad he's going. All right, then. Don't I mean, worry. Just to get lose. to the other thing. All right. If you're going to call <laughs> the Eagles, please just rip Jonathan Gannon. All right. Go ahead, Teach, right. What did you want to say? All right, I just wanted to thank you. Like
10: I've been calling for about two years now. Other than that, because I had a job on this six two job. But last two years, I've been driving to New York to the Pope Nose Law, and you've been making it great for me. And sorry, I'm out of breath. I was just walking up a hill at at a Camelback.
0: That's but you fine. You made it
10: great. You made it great. And my son, he was supposed to be born at the end of March, and he came seven weeks early so he
0: could be here before you retire. Well, that's great. CJ, I love that you're part of what we did here. And uh, there were so many people that were not like regular callers, but were regular listeners. You kept us in business. We have a debt to every one of you. Richard Glazer, oh. Al, our movie reviewer, is that's here. Right. Hi, Richard. Hey, good morning. Richard, I'm tight here. Give me something great. I just
5: want to congratulate you for your great career, and I wish you luck in the retirement. And I want to particularly thank you for giving me a platform to offer my movie reviews over the past 25 years or so. And also, one of my best memories was when I hired you to be the public address announcer for our celebrity softball game up in Allentown.
0: Yep, I, I can remember. Richard got me a lot of gigs early on, Al. Yep. I was driving all over places, getting lost yeah. before GPS. It was
6: good. You get to know all the and people. And doing
0: speeches and stuff. And, Richard, you're a very good agent, too, my friend.
5: Well, thank you. You were, you were great. I love you, and I hope that... You've been a great friend, and uh, again, I appreciate that opportunity that you've given me, and I'm sure that uh, we'll be seeing each other sometime soon.
0: Richard Glazer, ladies and gentlemen, 215 592 949 If we come back, Al, mm-hmm. I'm going to play it for him again. He is the guy who had a ton to do with how we established our show in this city. Mm-hmm. He was the mayor then. He went on to become the governor. Yes. Ed Rendell mm-hmm. is next, and Al... I'm going to get him to finally take full blame for booing McNabb. <laughs> he has not done that yet. He will today, I hope. One hour to go. WIP Sports Time, 855.
7: Replacing that aging, heating, and cooling system is easier than you thought. Horizon Services can help you save big on a new system. It can be installed as soon as the next day. That's right. The next day. You can even put zero money down and have zero payments until 2024 best of all your new system is backed by an incredible up to 10 year worry free warranty meaning your whole system is fully covered front to back for years of worry free comfort don't wait any longer get a new heating and cooling system from horizon with no money down and no payments until 2024 install it the next day and have it protected by horizon's industry-leading warranties get peace of mind cozy comfort and energy savings by booking online in seconds at horizoneasybook.com or call 800-999-1995. Brought to you by NAS Cancellary.
6: I famously said a line back in when I first took over as a defensive coordinator of Philly that I don't have a scheme, and people were very uncomfortable with that, and I was not because I don't believe in a scheme. I believe in putting the players that we have in positions to be successful. So we're going to look different week to week predicated on who we have playing and who we are playing. And um, I think that you have to be ever evolving and adaptable and have a growth mindset to stay ahead of the curve or you will get beat.
7: Really? That is Jonathan Gannon during his introductory news conference with the Arizona Cardinals, Right after Gannon's defensive unit got run over in the second half of their Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. Phillies with a deal signing reliever Jose Alvarado to a three year extension. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, Nas Cancellari, have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215 546 8200. NBC 10 First Alert Forecast brought to you by the Warriors for Dentist. Cloudy with rain ending this afternoon, temperatures dropping through the day to 45. It is currently 55. Issues with sleep apnea, the region's number one source for dental solutions in treating snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Pastor, online, D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.